Good afternoon. It is six minutes past two o'clock on this Monday afternoon, May 23. Thanks for tuning in to Afternoons. Well, winter, it's fast approaching and not so long ago it was time to hibernate here in SA, but now it is quite the opposite. So many fun events are set to light up the CBD again and what will be returning is one of my all-time favourites, Illuminate. Joining us to chat about some amazing events coming to our great state is Hattaf Rashid, Executive Director for Events at SA Tourism. And also Rachel as a party co-founder and director of Illuminate Adelaide. Ladies, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Jay. We're happy to be here. Well, I'm so happy to hear that Illuminate Adelaide is coming back. It's an excellent event and it was the first one when I was in lockdown last year in Melbourne, stupidly, as <coughs> we know, I went back for a little tiny while. Uh, when we dashed across the border, as soon as we got out of quarantine, this event was on and I've just such beautiful fond memories. It's it is quite magical. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we were really excited to get our, our first one up. Even though we had a slight pause, we yes. managed to um, get back up and on and, and we were so proud to do that. You had a little bit of a hiccup. I mean, COVID and then a weather event. I mean, who would have thought in the middle of winter? <laughs> but, I mean, it did. It rained cats and dogs, but you just kept dodging and weaving. We did. Uh, yeah, it was more the wind. So we hadn't actually quite thought the wind would be as bad. Um, it was the worst storm in 16 years. So, um, But, yeah, we sort of got back up and on and um, we managed to um, get to the end and that, that was just a, a joy for us and, and all of people in South Australia too. Many people came out and really embraced uh, the wind and the rain and winter. How would you sum up Illuminate Adelaide? Look, it's a, just a, a fantastic event that takes over the city in winter, um, and it's 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 full of light um, technology. It's sort of the convergence of art, light, and technology. Um, it's outdoor. It's also inside. It's ticketed. It's free. It's really for everyone. We really try to create an event that everyone could join in, um, whether it's a free event or whether a ticketed event, but and something that really excites everyone and and all of South Australia, but also the nation and gets people to come over to Adelaide. Yeah, Hattav, what was the reach for that? Were you surprised at how it was embraced? Look, when we weren't surprised because when we discussed this concept and we've been looking for a long time for this winter, what could winter mm. look like for South Australia? And when we talked to Rachel and Lee about their concept, we just believed in it. We believed in what it could do for the city. We believed in what it would do for South Australia. We thought the time of year was perfect for it. And so I wasn't surprised. And I think, you know, for it to have done what it was able to do in its first year with all of the challenges that you talked about, it just reinforced for us that this is a winner and um, that it's going to be something we think that will sort of really define Adelaide in winter. And I think one of the other really important parts of this is the way that Lee and Rachel operate, which is their collaborators. Mm. And so being collaborators, you know, this thing doesn't happen without lots of people being involved and the way they've they've engaged with businesses, the way they've engaged with the city, the way they've engaged with the North Terrace precinct um, and even the regions, which I think Rachel can talk more about, and the other events at the time, you know, whether it be Umbrella Festival or Avcon or Spin-Off or whatever it might be, the way they've re engaged with the other things and the, and the city has been really important. I think that's what's going to make Illuminate by nature will be an amazing event on its own, but because of the way that Lee and Rachel go about it, because of the sort of the will of all of us for it to sort of position South Australia for winter, I think it's going to be something that will define our winter in Adelaide for a very long time. How on earth, Rachel, did you and Lee come up with the idea? 
Look, I, I think we both came back to South Australia sort of independently and, and we love Adelaide. We're, we're both Adelaide, you know, born and bred. Mm. And uh, But we wanted something new for Adelaide. We wanted something. At winter we had heard that there was some, you know, the state had wanted something to happen in Adelaide. I mean, Adelaide is fantastic. You know, March time, summer time, we know that. Lee and I had been involved with festivals and events through that time. But coming back, we wanted to create a new event for South Australia that, you know, we're really proud of this state and, and all the collaboration, as Hataf said. So it was really finding something at that time. Creative industries, you know, there was so much happening when we got back here. Um, we really wanted to bring all that happens behind doors into the public realm and really, as Hataf said, collaborate with a whole different array of, of um, businesses and um, cultural facilities, um, organisations, really bring Adelaide alive at that time and for also really... Um, collaborating with Sala, with Umbrella, with Spinoff. So really showing and highlighting all the events that can go on at that time. There, there is so much, um, but everyone tends to focus on summer. And we really wanted to create sort of a, a pinpoint in winter and, and get a whole lot of different artists as well in the mix that don't always get a gig in summer. You know, yeah. there's so many different artists in so many different genres, in music, in technology. So, yeah, it was, it's really about bringing all that together and, I suppose, doing what we do, bringing events alive. You've just recently launched the new uh, program for Illuminate Adelaide. What does it look like? We have. Well, we've got a couple of few favourites back. Just mm -hmm. public demands completely sold out last year. Light Cycles, which is in the Botanic Gardens, which is we've enhanced it. You know, we're, there's a little something in there for everyone and, yeah. and a few little surprises. Um, Light Creatures at the Adelaide Zoo, partnering with the zoo, who have been fantastic. That one. Oh, you've got to go. It's really exciting. We've got a brand new um, lantern. Great. Um, it's a Tiger. It's a year of the tiger. Oh, um, very cool. And it's Chikaya, and he's mm -hmm. this beautiful roaming. He's going to roam. He's he's manipulated mm. by puppeteers, and he's oh, going to roam wow. throughout the zoo. Oh, kids will love that. Yeah, and some really more immersive, interactive lighting designs too throughout the zoo. And we've got mm -hmm. some little furry creatures. We've got the goats and and the kids zoo. Um, the animals and kids zoo really want to be involved. They were sort of very nosy last year, watching <laughs> all that was going on. So the, the the keepers there are really wanting to bring them into it. And uh, we've got the gorillas music wise we've been really lucky to land adelaide's um tour date on their sort of bigger tour all sold out it's so they're a music group for our listeners that may not know and they're um they're they're like a computer generated type music yeah, group, aren't they're, they? a, they're very clever yeah they're a virtual band they started as a virtual band okay. 20 years ago um um and but they're they do have a live element so damon has brought um he's singer he's from blur a, mm -hmm. you know um lead singer and he they've got a 22 piece band and sort of the virtual band play with the real band so it's a real as again, it's a real technology art mix. So wow. that's really sort of something for Illuminate Adelaide. And then our centrepiece this year, I, I, people love Van Gogh. We had the wonderful Van Gogh last year. This year we've got an exhibition, a, a visual exhibition that we're building a purpose-built pavilion in the East End. Mm -hmm. And it's a, a wonderful company called Ouch that are based uh, in Istanbul. And it's really um, taking that immersive digital, uh, digital aspect in the pavilion. It's a, a thousand uh, square meter pavilion, eight meter walls. 
And it's really from Van Gogh to right through to the now, the universe now, um, space data. And it, you sort of go in and you immerse yourself in a, a in an incredible um, digital art exhibition. That was mind-blowing. And I'm not somebody that is into walking through art galleries, I do have to confess. And we were blown away. And I took my two little people. And to this day, they're still talking about it. Oh, great. Well, you'll have to visit beautiful. this because this is even more immersive. So the floor becomes alive as well as wow. the walls and you go into it and it's from Leonardo da Vinci it's 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 AI driven mm-hmm. so it's thousands of brush strokes created into this uh, digital immersiveness so they're they're actually going to be our luminary artists and residents ouch so they'll be in the pavilion but also um part of city lights the other thing we're bringing back this year because it was just so successful is our city lights program it's completely free it's throughout the whole cbd uh 40 brand new installations throughout the cbd and ouch have got one of the installations at light which is in light square wonderful venue there um and so we yeah we've got 40 40 different installations east west and and north of the city we've got lots of fun uh, events to talk about and some announcements to make my guests are uh, rachel as a party who is looking after illuminate adelaide and also hataf rashid hello i'm susie ellman broadcaster and a connect hearing client and ambassador and i'm asking the team what they think makes connect hearing so special we listen to our clients and take the time to help you understand your hearing loss so you get what you need exactly tailored to your lifestyle. That's gold. And that's why Connect Hearing's been awarded gold from FIFO for consistent high-quality service. For gold service audiology, book your free consult at connecthearing.com.au. What's for dinner? Coles have over 100 easy recipes for you to try, all made with five ingredients in 30 minutes or less. Head to coles.com.au right now to find out what's for dinner. That's value the Australian way at Coles. Looking to build or renovate? Then talk to Rundle Blinds & Curtains to plan your window furnishings. Including your blinds and curtains in your designs means you can incorporate the latest in smart home technology and installation innovations, such as ceiling recessing and double tracking. Rundle Blinds and Curtains work closely with your builders and architect to make the process seamless for stunning results. Rundle Blinds and Curtains, Adelaide's premier window furnishings company. Book a consultation with our Kings Park team. Visit rundleblinds.com.au. Do you think a concert pianist needs a builder's licence? No. Does a chartered accountant need one? Uh, Highly unlikely, Will. Yes, but what about a house inspector? Well, surely they need one. No, unfortunately, there are no regulations in the industry that say you must be a builder to become a house inspector. Mike Pearl from House Inspect Australia is a third-generation licensed builder and his team is the most qualified team in Australia for house inspections. It's the biggest purchase decision of your life, so don't risk it. Go to houseinspectaustralia.com.au. Hello, geeks to you. Hi, I've lost all my files. They're in the cloud somewhere. That's okay. It's over most people's heads. Let's go find them. Oh, thanks. Tech problems? For remote or on-site help, go to geekstu.com.au or 1300-GEEKS2-U. Kirkbright Seafood on Duthie Street only process their own fish. It means they're a true seafood shop. They do it all on-site right in front of you. It's quite an art form and pretty amazing to watch. You won't find that in many seafood shops. So if there's a particular cut of fish you like, fillet, butterfly fillets, Loins, steaks, tail, just ask and they'll cut it for you right there. Kirkbright Seafood, Duthy Street Unley. Visit kirkbrightseafood.com.au G'day, what you looking at? Shh, be quiet. Oh, what you looking at? Oh, well, isn't it obvious? 
It's remarkable, the detail and finish of Michelangelo with the raw beauty of Monet. I've never seen anything like it. I have. I've got one at home, driving it every day. <gasps> what? What do you mean? That's ridiculous. It's an exposed aggregate driveway. Beautiful. All right, who's the artist? Adelaide Exposed Concrete. Best on ground all year round. Jade Robran on 1395, Adelaide's 5AA. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to Jade Robin, and we're talking our state. Winter is around the corner, but it doesn't mean staying at home on the couch. It means getting out and about because there are so many fun things to do. We're just talking about Illuminate Adelaide, but it's not just Adelaide that it will be uh, shining a light on. Rachel, where else are you taking Illuminate? Yeah, well, first up, actually, very soon, June 3, we're in Renmark um, with a program called In Depth, um, at, sort of in the water at the front of the Renmark Club there. We've got a wonderful artist, Craig Walsh, who's doing some amazing projections of of the Pondy story. Um, mm-hmm. We were actually supposed to do, that was part of last year's program, which we had to postpone due to COVID. Um, so we're yes. so um, really privileged to be able to bring it back. And so we're sort of starting, uh, we're doing a little, um, you know, pre-out-of-towner in um, Renmark from the 3rd of June and that will go right through I think to about the 2nd of July That so c- come down to Renmark I really, it's going to be a really beautiful work and then after Illuminate Adelaide we're heading to Mount Gambia where we were last year with um, Digital Garden that's mm-hmm. uh, kicking off I think about the I think it's about the 5th of August and then on to Victor Harbour we're doing Harbour Lights. Oh beautiful. So we've got a really fantastic program um, for regional centres as well. Oh, that's exciting. Now, Hataf, what is exciting is that the pageant, it's returning to the streets. It's so exciting. Yeah, it's just a great news. It was joyful being there. We announced that today. And having the Christmas music playing in May was kind of weird, but very exciting. Christmas in July, You know, ish. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, so excited because it would have been three years since we've been back on the street. And as as much as we've really um, actually creatively loved presenting Mm. the Adelaide Oval version, the team of you know being challenged through that but you know it belongs it's a christmas parade it's yep. a pageant it belongs on the street and you know it belong it's for the people so you know we don't want to limit who can attend so for our 90th pageant which will be this year to be able to announce today that it's coming back on the streets on november the 12th the second saturday in november as is its traditional spot we are very excited Oh, it's so wonderful because it is the people's pageant. And I know over the last two years I've been trying to get tickets and wasn't successful in the ballot. And you go, oh, you know, that's two years out of your kid's life. And when they're little like that, the magic of Christmas, you know, you want to capture that year after year and and share those memories. So to be able to bring it back to the community, it is South Australia's pageant, isn't it? I think that's right. And, you know, there is a window for the pageant, to be honest, with your children. Mm. And so, you know, some children have had to miss out and we really were worked at doing our pageant at home and national pharmacies supported us in doing that so you know um but you know it belongs on the street it is for the people you know i think you know around three hundred thousand people traditionally line the streets of adelaide each and every year there's about three thousand volunteers that make up the participation of the national pharmacies christmas pageant and you know for it to be back out on the street for everyone to be able to enjoy in our 90th like what a great birthday party unbelievable it's going to be a big bash i'm guessing Uh, I think it will be and we're certainly looking at how we celebrate the 90th year yeah. and also you know we're saying to everyone you know get organized and book your book your hotels book your city 
accommodation. You know, we know that people travel for the pageant. We know that people from regional South Australia come up and they sleep the night because it is an early morning to get on the Blue Honour line. So we're saying, you know, we've put the date down. We've announced that it's back on the street. So the 12th of November, you know, we encourage people to book their accommodation and, you know, for the interstate people, we love to see expats Australians come and line the street and let's put the biggest birthday party on and welcome Father Christmas for the first time in three years back into the streets of Adelaide. Oh, it just kicks off for Christmas, you know, like, you know, that around the 12th, you know, of November, you're like, yeah, now, now it all starts and you all start feeling jolly. It's, it's an excellent time of year. So, um, but Tasting Australia has just wrapped up. Uh, was it a, a big success and will it be back? Yeah. I mean, it was joyful this morning announcing the pageant, but it was joyful at Tasting Australia presented by RA Travel. Like we were really, um, sort of fascinated because the weather wasn't really kind to us, I've got to mm. say, for Tasting Australia. But I was there on a Saturday night at 11.30pm and the rain was coming down and people were still coming into Town Square. So you're like, well, people just wanted to be part of it, you know. Yeah. It's fantastic. So we were really thrilled. So we had more than 60,000 people in through Town Square really? in in Victoria Square, Tartanyanga. And, um, you know, people were dancing at 7.30 on a Tuesday <laughs> night in Town Square. Like, what is going on here? And I think that is fantastic. I think it was really, and I'm, be, I'm talking about sort of the, the joyful part of it, but I think people just wanted to be part of it and we were really yeah. thrilled. We had our biggest ever program with more than 200 events. We, we had 80 events sell out. We had more than 60,000 people through Town Square. I think Golly. that what I loved about our program is it was more diverse than mm-hmm. any that we've ever delivered. It was, a, it was also a more accessible program than one that we've ever delivered. We made sure that more than 25% of the program was $50 or under, and that's outside of our free offering. So, you know, we really felt like this was a, this was a tasting Australia that was accessible to all. Um, and, um, we also took it further. So, you know, we took it through our, uh, through Tasting Australia Airlines, TAA Airlines. Right. We took it to Cooper PD and oh, we cool. took it to the Flinders Rangers and, um, and, uh, we took it to Air Peninsula. And I think, um, it was really exciting to be able to, um, celebrate, um, uh, Tasting Australia, the return of a full Tasting Australia as wide, mm. as broadly as that as well and have some amazing experiences. Well, you know, we're such a food and wine state and, you know, food and wine brings everyone together and families together and we missed so much of that during COVID. So you're right. I think it was just everybody wanted to get out and about and, and, you know, you, you bond over, over food and wine and experiences. So no, congratulations. And so mm. it will be back on the 2023 calendar. It will. It will. I think, um, you know, for us, and sorry, just go to go back to it, for us, the city activation was really important. Mm. You know, the city has done it tough through COVID and continues to do it tough. So we're really pleased to be in about 40 venues through the CBD. So we're going to continue to focus on making sure that we have accessible programming, that it's, that it does use bricks and mortar as much as we can promote local businesses. We work with around 150 local businesses through Tasting Australia and it will be back next year, 28th of April, till the 7th of May. So, you know, we're really excited about bringing it back and um, the team are already working on it. We have a great team with Karina Armstrong from Slopian Inn and Darren Robertson and... Um, 
and of course Emma McCaskill and Nick Stock. So we've got a great creative team and the team at the Vents Australia who are already busy programming for next year. How big is it to our interstate visitors? Yeah, we haven't got the numbers in this year. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, we're still coming off the back of COVID. But, you know, we've had, I think the the last one pre-COVID had about seven or 8,000 international interstate visitors that took in the event. So so it's a significant amount. Yeah, I think it is a significant amount. And as you said, Jade, I think the most important thing about Tasting Australia is the number one reason people travel to South Australia is for food and drink experiences. And what this does is shine a light on them. So not only do, you know, is it important as to the number of people that travel for the event at the time, the stories we're able to tell, Mm -hmm. um, when, you know, is, is really important for us. So, you know, when David Pint from Burnt's End in Singapore, he puts out some media about it and the world, the world's media is watching about what we're doing or the, the people that, the foodies that love food are watching those socials of all of the talent that come in. Mm -hmm. You know, we know that what that would do is tell our stories and it will encourage people to travel at other times of the year for food and drink experience, eating and drinking experiences in South Australia, of which we have so many. It is a very clever event because, you know, it's not just, oh, grab your plate of food and then sit down at a, at a table. It is a real immersive experience, mm. isn't it? It's it's a one-off, so it'll only keep growing in popularity. So, no, well done with that one. Um, one that we haven't seen here for a little while is the Santos Tour Down Under. What can you tell us about that? Well, um, we are um, a little way off of launching Santos Tour Down Under, but what I can tell you is it's coming back. Well, you know, it's back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think next month that the UCI published their international calendar and it'll be fantastic to finally see the Santos Tour Down Under back on the international calendar. So Great we news. are definitely coming back 13 to 22 of January. You know, the international team. Studio Grady's been over in Europe actually, you know, at some of the um, races in Belgium and he just said like people were just hugging him and they were so excited to see him. They couldn't believe, you know, they were like, is it coming back? Is down They call it down under over there. Is down under coming back, you know? And so, uh, you know, he said they were, they were, they, they were truly just excited about the thought of coming back to um, Adelaide and South Australia for the Santos Tour Down Under. So we're really thrilled about that. The UCI, you know, there was you know, lots of questions like, will they take us off the start of the calendar? But, you know, what I know is that the teams love coming here. They love the way we look after them. And the UCI really committed to us being the start of the world tour. Great. And so, you know, we'll we'll have a men's race, we'll have a women's race, and we'll put on a good show. And so that we're uh, obviously working on that. I sound like a broken record because we're bringing so many things back but you know we are though it's it's all good news it's all good news and you know it's good news because the santos tour down under a bit you know every event's got what's what makes it different or this one travels to the regions itself it travels Mm. through the regions it's like a you know a travel log for south australia that gets beamed around the world and and even if you're not into cycling you're into this event mm. i think that's right i think that's right and it's you know to be honest you just walk out the front of the door and you can take in the event. So I yeah. think, you know, it's, it's, there, it is something. It doesn't have, you don't have to be a cycling expert or a cycling no, fan. No, street, street parades the night exactly. before. It engages so many different people for all different reasons, not just the cycling. Yeah, so, exactly right. Oh, good. I'm so glad that it's coming back. Um, and, you know, we're starting to see tourism in this state bounce back, which is great. It, it has been challenging. You've touched on that. Um, and the South Aussie Tourism Commission, it's introduced a new event last year to the state's winter event calendar right in the middle of the pandemic. We just spoke about um, 
uh, illuminate. How excited are you and your team about that? I mean, what what is what does it bring? Yeah, well, I think it brings a reason to come. What major events do and events do both for the city and for the region is they tell, give people a reason to come now. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah. you know, you might have South Australia or Adelaide in your consideration set, but you know, events say, well, Here's a good reason to come now. And if you, some, for sometimes people don't have Adelaide or South Australia consideration set, but they love the idea of the event. So I think what events do generally is they drive, they are a trigger for people to travel now, whether that event's in Adelaide or regional South Australia. And I think, you know, when we talk about Illuminate Adelaide as a winter event, um, and a new event at a difficult time, like I think that will, again, be a, a trigger for people to travel now. It will also help tell the story of what else is happening in Adelaide at that time. And I think it's really important for us. And I think what is important when people travel for events, they don't just go to the event. They're staying at a hotel. They're eating in restaurants. You know, they're choosing to travel in yeah. regional South Australia. They might take an extra, put an extra few days on their trip because we know that the best holidays people have to South Australia is when they take in Adelaide Plus. Adelaide Plus is a part of a region. So, okay. you know, know so we know that they they when they leave South Australia they have a better experience so you know for us you know getting people with events is one thing getting them to stay and experience more than the event is also part of all of our challenges good luck thank you ladies for coming in Hatar Rashid and Rachel as a party my guests we're going to take a short break KG is coming up next